what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know who it is. This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast, brought to you MSO TD Rocks, Rock Metal Thrive. Wishing you guys a very happy day. I can't remember what day it is. All these podcasts are fantastic. My mind is running together, but we've got a fantastic, a little bit of quicker episode than normal for you, but trust me, it's all there. I want to thank our sponsor, Phoenix Fitness, before starting this podcast, because the night before I shot this, I got to go back into a mosh pit. I was going nuts. I was having a great time. And hell, I wanted to be in there, make sure my cardio game was up, make sure my strength game was up so that I wasn't going to tap out halfway through and be like, okay, I'm done. Which I didn't because, you know, working out, getting big, getting, you know, cardio-wise. But when I'm in the gym hitting those fitness goals, I got to make sure, you know, that I get the right supplements, the right vitamins, the right nutrients in me so that I can keep doing this on a daily basis. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in with different proteins, both AM and after-workout proteins, different BCAA recovery supplements, pre- uh, pre-workouts, multivitamins, whatever it might be to make sure that you're your best when it comes to reaching your fitness goals and making sure that you don't tap out halfway through a mosh pit or a concert because, hell, with festivals and live shows come back, you want to make sure that you are ready to go. Our listeners get 15, count it, 1-5% off. Well, 1-5% off. When you use the code MSOTD at checkout, so link in the description of the podcast, check it out again, thank you Phoenix Fitness. Now on to our feature presentation, when I first got into this little like space that I've been recording these past in, like 140 podcasts in, I got to speak to this band called Venues out of Germany, and they got a brand new album coming out on August 27, 2021 called Solace, and... I can talk with the unclean vocalist Robin all about, we talk about again live music come back, but then we go deep into their modern metal pirate shanty. We go into a song that feels like it's inspired by Van Halen and then what songs you should check out on the record and well, it's all of them, but which songs you should specifically look out for. So please welcome Robin back to the podcast. Are you guys ready? Enough with me talking. Let's go. Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast, we have yet another fantastic band returning to the Core Progression Podcast. Last year, I was able to interview this band, and this year, they have a brand new album called Solace coming out on August 27th, 2021, and I'm incredibly happy to have this guy back. So please welcome back to the podcast, Robin from the band venue. So Robin, welcome back, man. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me again. Very happy to be here. Very happy to have you on because after the whole entire year that we had previous from our last time talking with all the COVID stuff and now the fact that you're back up on stage playing live shows with a new album coming out as well and with a lot of things happening for the band, it just seems like, you know, the past year, even with the pandemic, has ended up treating you rather well. Yeah, totally. I mean, um, I think we did the the best with our time that we have during the pandemic. We... uh, yeah, produced the whole record and shot a lot of music videos. And yeah, currently it looks like that we are able to play uh, live shows again over here in Germany. And uh, we did this actually uh, last week and we will have another big live show uh, in two weeks but uh, that we are very looking forward to. So yeah, looks quite good right now over here, I'd say. <laughs> That does sound good, especially with the fact that we all want live music to come back. We all want to make sure that concerts are back fully so that when we can just go back to feeling like it's normal again, go back to enjoying life. I mean, the the night before we shot this, I was at a I was at a show down in Chicago and it felt great, even though my arms are completely dead at this moment from being the mosh pit. And my left side, left side of my face might be a little numb just because I did take a huge shot right to the left side of the face from a crowd killer. 
Honestly, I didn't mind. It just felt great being back in that environment. I felt alive once again. You know, I mean, I'm already alive, but I felt just fully back at it. It, it nice. It's a feeling I haven't had in almost a year and a half. It just feels fantastic. Nice. I totally can imagine this, yeah. <laughs> and then with you guys getting back up on stage, I'm almost assuming it's going to be the same way where you're back up on stage, you're seeing people in the crowd once again, you're seeing the interaction between the crowd, you're seeing the interaction between the crowd and the band as well, you're seeing how that energy is flowing. So it has to just bring back all those great feelings, those great memories from shows in the past, and then also remember what we went through this past you know, year and a half with the pandemic with no live music, and now you remember what it's like, you remember the greatness that it has behind it, and you're never going to take it for granted. <clears throat> totally. I mean, uh, being back on stage for the first time, um, it felt so great because, I mean, um, we had at least, I think, about around 50 people in the crowd. I mean, which is not a lot, but um, it was like the first sign or the first proof for us that uh, things are slowly going back to normal. And I mean, we played uh, before that we played a, a live streaming show. And um, if you play just in front of uh, real people, uh, even if there are just a few, it's awesome because you have like a direct connection. You can share the energy. You you have a direct feedback. People, you see people who are enjoying the songs and the music and dancing around, screaming. Like that's it's like totally different than just playing a show in front of dead cameras. <laughs> so yeah, we are so happy that. Uh, Things are seeming to go back to normal right now. Yeah, and even on like from the fans aspect as well, it's a lot different when, yes, we are watching these live stream events. We are watching you perform on stage in a live setting, but it's so much different because I could be sitting in my computer. I can be watching. I can be really taking in the whole entire video experience of it, but there's a certain energy or there's a certain emotion. There's a certain vibe that just is not there that is compared to being there live. Because I, I remember I watched a couple of different live streams over the course of the pandemic. I watched the, the two Falling in Reverse ones. I watched, uh, I think it was the initial Dropkick Murphys one that happened right as the pandemic started. I did end up watching the Motionless and White one where they did it from a uh, like a former mental institution. And mm. it was cool and all. I'm not going to lie. It was cool, like especially the Falling in Reverse and the Motionless White one because it had a lot more theatrical uh, production behind it. But yeah. the difference was is it's not the same because... I'm not with a bunch of people enjoying the music at the exact same time. I'm not with the band enjoying the music at the exact same time as well. There's not this energy that's going around where all of a sudden I could, I'm around so many people that I don't know in this crowd and we're in a mosh and we're beating each other up like crazy. But at the end of the songs, at the end of the set, I mean, people are giving each other high fives, hugs. I mean, that's what happened to me yesterday. I would get, I got knocked down once. All of a sudden, here's like ten people coming to pick me right back up. I'm just like, you know what? I miss this. I miss this kind of camaraderie. I miss this kind of awesomeness in terms of being at a live show, and then going right, get thrown right back into the pit, and then just basically kind of, you know, knocking someone over and then picking them back up and just keep the cycle processing. It was. It felt great being back there. But when it came to the live stream events as well, I understand why so many bands did them because it was a way for you to perform live in front of the fans when you couldn't have them in front of you. Yeah, totally. I mean, we got so many requests about playing live shows, playing streaming shows here and there. And um, yeah, most of them are like, it's not really cool because they put all the effort to you, to your side. So you have to take care of everything like, shooting the food edge, taking care of the whole sound stuff. And um, that's not pretty nice because, yeah, you don't really have a lot um, 
yeah, that's, it doesn't bring you forward, especially when you are like a small band. Um, and it's so much more important like to, yeah, to play on real shows, play on real festivals. I mean, especially for us, it's pretty important to just um, to meet the fans after the show and to drink a beer with them at the merch table, stuff like this. So we are very, very band connect, uh, fan connected band, I'd say. And um, yeah, that's that's more how we want to have it. <laughs> and as a band, that's I think that's honestly the best way to be because then you connect more with the fans in a personal way where you can be connecting with them online. You can comment on their stuff. You can comment on their comments on your stuff as well. There's a lot of ways you connect with them, but there's nothing that beats that genuine connection of being face to face with the fans, talking to them in person and sharing a beer with them because now with cons coming back and my favorite thing to do is if i enjoy seeing enjoy bands in the podcast enjoy seeing them play live which i always want to do i always want to buy them a beer first rounds on me after the show <laughs> and i'm finally starting to get to pay up on all these debts after a year and a half of saying this and it's fun being able to just like actually see everyone i talk to in person and see how they also interact with the fans as well because everyone's just happy to be back and it's it's really a beautiful thing after how much separation we had due to the pandemic where for a while people really couldn't even leave their houses. Totally. I can understand every single person who is going nuts on the future shows right now in Germany. So I totally understand it. I mean, even myself, if I will go to the first real show here to one of my favorite bands, I will like go crazy and lose myself in the mosh pit. That's for sure. <laughs> And even if you get, even if you start bleeding, even if you get hurt whatsoever, what's going to end up happening is you're going to still leave that show happy as all hell because you got back into a match, but you got back into that feeling once again. And it's just, it's something that can't be replaced. It is really hard to try and find something to replace that kind of energy, that kind of emotion. Because I mean, hell, during this whole entire pandemic, it was, I was working out consistently, you know, I enjoyed doing that, but it wasn't the same or all of a sudden, uh, in like right before winter hit, I knew a bunch of guys were playing uh, football over it down by the lake here in Milwaukee. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go play with you guys because I miss it. And all of a sudden I'm running down everybody and I'm playing physical. I'm like, this is great. Snow hits, yeah. everything indoors closed. So now I'm screwed and I can't really play up until basically this month. So I'm just like, okay, now we're back. We're ready to go. Let's do this. But it's yeah. not the same as being in that crowd and just potentially getting hit from places left and right in front of you, behind you. And at the end of it, just everyone happy as all hell and just in this state of euphoria because we all just went through something incredible. And especially the first time back after the pandemic, there's an added just, I would say a little bit of anxiety going in there because it's finally here and we waited so long for this. But then when you yeah. get done, it's just like, I can't believe this is finally back. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I'm so looking forward to the first moments where you see all all the people standing in the crowd again and they will be on their first show like after one and a half years or nearly two years here in Germany. So we're really hoping to see a lot of energy and um, yeah, that everyone is really hungry for shows and just being on a live show and just dancing around going crazy to the music. I think you guys will definitely see that energy because from what I'm seeing here, I mean, right now the energy is some of the highest energy I've ever seen. Cool. And I yeah. know from people that I've talked to that the energy here does not compare to the energy of what you guys over in Europe end up doing, specifically in Germany from what I hear. So I feel like when shows come back, it's what I'm experiencing here, multiply that by maybe two or three times, and then that's what you're going to get. Wow. Okay. 
really hope that uh, it will be like this over here too. <laughs> Just, just make sure that, you know, for, for your sake that, you know, protect the neck a little bit. You don't want to get punched in the neck and all of a sudden, you know, your voice starts to get scratched. I mean, because we need to make sure those unclean vocals you got on this album stick with you because I'm just going to say, damn, they were awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we will try to protect our necks during the show. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. And now I definitely want to jump into your brand new album again. Solace coming out on August 27, 2021. And this is the first album I know that you guys have recorded and written with Leela as your clean vocalist as well on this. So when you guys are writing this, I would assume it was during the pandemic. What was the difference in writing with her with this album alongside just writing during the pandemic in general? Was it something where you guys were writing in separate spaces due to the fact that you might not have been able to travel and see each other? Or was it a thing where you guys were actually able to get together in a room and actually really write this all together in front of each other instead of together and apart basically writing you know online mm. um yeah it was actually pretty crazy to write uh, the record during these pandemic times um because i think that we met like two or three times during all these months but in general everyone was writing his parts or her parts um at home isolated from the rest of the gang and um yeah we were just like uh yeah writing on our own and then we started slowly putting like the puzzles together um which was cool i'd say especially for me it was a new experience just to be on my own sitting in my room and just listening to the songs over and over again and trying out all these ideas without any pressure and um just playing around with a lot of ideas and stuff and um yeah Basically, basically, we then uh, saved all our stuff and sent it to the rest of the band and um, waited for feedback. And so we slowly started to put the songs together and yeah, shared all our ideas and the feedback. And um, yeah, that was in general how we, we wrote the whole record. And um, the exciting moment was when we hit the studio because this was the first time when we really were all together, like sitting in one room and really, um, yeah, listening and checking our songs and start to started uh, started working together with the producer, and then we really learned how it is to to uh, writing songs together with this new lineup with Lila on the vocals and our new guitarist uh, Valentin, Valentin, and um, yeah, so basically everyone did his did a job for uh for his own in an isolated room but um, when we all came together uh this was the moment of truth because then we we saw if we can work together if everything works out and um if we have a good harmony when it comes to writing songs together but um yeah it was like totally awesome and um, i'm so super happy with the with the current lineup that we have in the band um so happy with Leila. she's doing a great job writing her vocals and yeah i think i'm i'm like 100 happy with the band right now how everything is and i really hope that it will stay like this for the next 10 years so that would be awesome <laughs> next 10 years can we make it the next 20 years or 30 even just keep it rolling just because when it comes to Leela being the band as well, one thing I noticed from your previous album to this album now with Leela is, especially from the female vocalist perspective, is a much more dynamic vocal range where 
I'm seeing some things with Leela where sometimes her vocals have a little bit more of that breathy, whispery quality to them. And it really helps to give some of these songs a little more of a softer touch until you go into like a transition to a chorus where these songs get a lot more powerful. And it seems like at times, you know, her voice can have a little bit of like a rough scratch to it, but that's that's fine. It's no big deal. I mean, you're seeing a lot of the big front women in rock and metal today have this little bit more of this scratchiness mm-hmm. to their vocals and it's it makes sense because it adds a little bit more to the roughness that you're going to get from a hard rock or metal band but then you're getting some more of these sonic smooth vocals as well and once you're able to really pull them out powerfully and have them on more of an amplified vocal range and volume range you're really seeing the power come forward along with how they contrast with your uncleans as well where when you guys are really able to put them together where you have your uncleans and then maybe she goes into like a breathy whispery kind of stuff or you have your unclean she goes to that full four style you're seeing a little bit more of a differentiation in there but it helps to impact the music on the exact same level because of how the instrumentals are helping transition the energy from one part to the next seamlessly while the vocal sets are going to be completely different. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lila's just a, she's a great singer. I think she, she started singing when she was like three years old or something. And she's from a musician family. So um, it's a, uh, for us, I, I would say it's a big upgrade because she really knows um she has a lot of these, uh, this um, musical background. She knows what fits where, you know, and she knows which notes uh, would work here and there. And we're all like, wow, okay, no idea, but go for it, girl. Sounds awesome. And um, yeah, and she has just a great voice. She's a pretty good singer. I mean, the, the, the main reason why, why we wanted to have her in the band was we had a rehearsal together and then we were like, wow, okay, that, that was the best rehearsal we ever had. And um, she's just like super safe and her voice always works and she she brings it life. So yeah, we are very happy to have her. <laughs> I still think you guys have to send a thank you message to Steel Panther for pulling, up her, her pulling her up on stage that one day for you guys to recognize who she was and get her into the band. I still remember that story from last time too. That was one thing I was not going to forget because that story was too cool. <laughs> yeah, on this uh, moment, I would say thank you Steel Panther for connecting us was awesome. <laughs> All right. There, there is one song in particular off Solace that I want to talk about because when I was reading through the press release work before jumping to the album, there was one that just stood out to me because of how it was described as a modern metal pirate shanty. Mm-hmm. And I just started laughing. I'm like, what, what could this possibly be? And it was a second song on the album called Whitey Galley. And I was just looking through this. I'm like, what could be a modern metal pirate shanty? It made no sense to me upon reading it. So before we jump into the song, I got to ask, what did you guys mean by that? Because that is the weirdest, coolest thing I think I've heard in terms of music since I've started this. Uh, well, yeah, the story is um, not really uh, spectacular, to be honest. I just came in into the rehearsal room one day and I told the rest of the band um, that I really want to write a pirate song. And they were all like, what? And I was like, yeah, pirate songs. Trust me. It will be cool. And then everyone agreed. And uh, yeah, this is how we, we started writing Wider Galley. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, to tell a pirate story within the lyrics. And um, Valentin, our new guitarist, had this like pretty fast and energetic song. And I was like, wow, all right, this will be the pirate song, guys. <laughs> and this is how we wrote it. Because <laughs> one of the first thing that I saw, Pirate Shanty, Especially with, I have to say it, there was that trend on TikTok that had all the people singing the different pirate chants. I'm like thinking, okay, it might be something like this. But then 
right when you guys start out this song, Zero Balance Team was coming from where you have these like blasting drums in the background to pick up to a much faster pace. And then all of a sudden you get the higher pitch guitars, the drums going a lot faster through that intro as well. Right when it started, I mean, I'm looking at my notes. I said, okay, I am all for this because the intro is sick and does a great job to really send you into the song. I'm absolutely energized going into this just off of the first two seconds with the way those drums build. And then you go into the full intro. It was the it was the song that honestly, like just from that intro, I was hooked within the first two seconds. And I know when it comes to things with uh, Spotify with streaming these days, where it's very easy to just pick and choose a song. If it's, there's going to be a song where it's like, okay, for people to try and just get into venues, literally jump head first into it. And if you want to get into them in the first like 10 seconds, like every streaming platform is like basically pushing these days. If there's a song for you guys, it's Why to Galley because it just gets you right in the emotion, right in the mindset within the first two seconds. Okay, it's very good that you're saying this right now because um, this will actually be our next single that will be released on Spotify and everywhere. So, um, whew, I really hope that uh, that it will work like this and all the streaming platforms will love it. <laughs> it should because, again, it just brings you into the whole entire vibe of the song. So, if by the time this comes out, if the single is not out, then make sure you check out that single. But if it is, you know, and you haven't checked out, please go do that because... <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me, just the way that that builds up. You go to the verse as well, and the intros keep up the same pace, but the drums really focus on a heavier sound. Guitars follow suit where they're not like as high, it's a little more straightforward on the guitars, what you'd expect from like more of a faster-paced modern metal track. And I really like this because it keeps that energy going the song without losing it. However, mm -hmm. I do want to say, like, you know what, you're keeping energy going, but it's a little bit con close connected to the vert intro, which isn't a bad thing, but I just didn't want to see that continue to go on because I have seen bands where all of a sudden, you know, they continue on that same path and the song does get stale. And then all of a sudden, the pre-chorus, the drums keep up more of that pace with the toms being the focus on them, but then dropping back with the guitars playing a lighter sound as well, that does remind you a little bit of that pirate shanty kind of feel. And this is the mix that you guys need in order to hit that feeling of finishing, like, honestly, like as a... Pirate Chanty, like Pirate Song Group, finishing something as a group, finishing something together, and giving the song the diversity it needed going forward. Even in the second pre-course, you amp up the volume and the pace to just a much better avail than you did in the first one. So you keep the energy build in two completely different ways on this. And the big thing I was hoping with the song was, I love the I love the pace, I love the energy of it. I just didn't want it to go stale. And with those pre-courses, you guys completely nixed going stale at all. I mean, this had a lot more of a dynamic feel with those pre-courses attached to it. Both the first one and the second one, the second one being a little bit more higher volume, faster pace, have a little more of that amped up feel to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy. Very well analyzed, I have to say. <laughs> um, it's also actually one of my favorite songs on the record because of the reasons that you just uh, told. I, I just love the energy and it starts and it, it just doesn't end before the song's over. It just takes you on a ride and bam, bam, bam through the through three minutes. Awesome. <laughs> I like Pretty it. much. Yeah. And then when you even like you do the chorus as well, it kind of still has that same pace that the verses had. You know, you get the drums playing more of a faster hard rock style, guitars following suit, more of that hard rock tone. A little bit of distortion over them at the same time as well. And you're getting that energy right back here. A little bit more of a clear feel to the instrumentals, along with the vocals are gonna be over it as well. And I'm all for it because you really go full forward with it and you keep that energy up going through. And then when it comes to the vocal set as well, not gonna lie, you guys keep it up because the unclean vocals that you have, especially you're having in the verses, it has the faster pace behind them than some of the other songs on the record. And when it comes to that faster pace and instrumentals, I get why you matched up with it. And it works out to perfection because if you would have gone like with a uh, like a contrasting vocal pattern, like if you'd gone melodic over this, 
it would have really taken away from that energy. You wanted to keep that energy up. You wanted to keep it rolling. So going with a faster paced vocal set, especially for you in the verses, just kept this flowing, kept this going. But then you get to the pre-chorus and this is where that whole entire like contrast is because then Leela comes in with softer vocals. The first pre-chorus a little bit more powerful than the second pre-chorus, but it's really draw like more melodicized along with the trugs, like drumming chugs behind it. And that contrast again, what I was talking about preventing, preventing potentially the song from going sale. Again, this pre-chorus hits on that every step of the way. Leela's vocals just have that clean, more melodic feel to them where all of a sudden you're building up in that energy still, but it's more of like a, you feel like you're kind of just like not moving anywhere, but the energy is still there because the energy is still building up inside you for when that chorus hits, just boom, here we go once again. Mm. <laughs> so would you say it's your favorite song on the record? I think this is my, this, honestly, this is, I think, your best song uh, that I've heard from both your previous album and this album, and this is my favorite song on the record. I love the way that it drove. I love the way that it just pressed forward. It had that yeah. much more dynamic sound, fast pace, but the contrasting vocals in the pre-chorus let us go into the chorus with a renewed sense of energy. It allows the sound of the vocals to really shine in each piece of the song. This is a beauty, yeah. and honestly, for people to check this out, I think this is definitely your best song on the record. However, this does not mean that for everyone else out there to just say, okay, I'm listening to White Galley and that's it. No, 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 no. You got to listen to the rest of the record as well, because as you go further down the record, you're going to find a couple of different things there that I'm not going to lie. You might find cool. interesting. Yeah, nice. I will, I will show this podcast later to my bandmates and tell them, check this out. <laughs> this is our best song. We have to write more like this. <laughs> Well, one other song, I gotta I gotta ask you about this other song too, and it is the final song on the record called Mountains. There was I was listening to it and it took me the first 30 seconds to listen to it. And all of a sudden I was getting these certain comparisons in my mind to a band that I really liked when I was growing up listening to the music my dad listened to as a kid. Okay. And, or when I was a kid, my dad listened to stuff back in like the 1980s. Because I was listening to the vocal pattern, specifically from Leela and how the instrumentals worked alongside it. And when Leela was singing, it kind of felt like a reminiscent style of Dreams by Van Halen with uh, Sammy Hagar on lead vocals. It was just with some of the certain high, higher notes that she was hitting, the way that she was hitting them, and the pace that she was using to hit those notes as well. I was mm. just thinking like... It, was she listening to a bunch of Van Halen when they were writing this and when she was trying to put together this vocal pattern? Because this feels like it has the same kind of feel of Dreams by Van Halen, which, of course, was the Sammy Hagar Van Halen days. But it mm. works so well, especially as the guitars play that higher sound. The drums really play more of this, like, you know, consistently filling out those the back end of it as well. So you're getting a lot more of a dynamic sound from that as well. I'm just thinking, how'd you guys do this? Hmm. It's funny that you're mentioning this because Van Halen is actually a big influence for Lila. <clears throat> so, uh, good ears, man. <laughs> hey, man, this comes from I'll say this comes from listening to music pretty much nonstop. Um, even before I started this, but since I started this nonstop for at least three years at this point, I mean, if I don't have earbuds or headphones over my ears, it's it seems weird. Cool. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, mountains is. Um, it was, uh, to be honest, it was my favorite song on the record. Um, but before we, we decided which singles we want to release, we gave the, the whole record to a few partners that we really trust. And funny thing is that uh, Mountains really got a lot of uh, different opinions because 
a lot of people told us that it's the best song on the record. And the other half of the people told us that it's the worst song on the record. <laughs> and then we were like, wow, okay, now we're really unsecure what to do because a lot of people hate it and the other half just loves it. So we decided to put it out as a single, but just like as the fourth single, so we are safe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it uh, seems to polarize a lot, this one. I can still see why, just because it definitely has a different feel and different sort of identity than what you would expect from venues at the same time as well, where, again, you listen to the previous record, it does have more of that modern metal, and sometimes there's also like a pop, like a pop punk twist thrown in there as well. With this one, it still had that modern metal feel, but there were times where you had a little bit more of a metalcore feel behind it, a little more of like an anthemic hard rock feel behind it, and this one has more of this like 80s rock feel behind it, so there's a little bit more of a differentiation there, which is, I think, really throwing people off alongside with when you're hearing Leela's vocals and you're kind of getting that full-on like Sammy Hagar uh inspiration feel behind it and I think another reason why people might be kind of pulling back from it is when all of a sudden your unclean vocals come in it's they're expecting kind of that Sammy Hagar Van Halen 86 kind of feel to a venue's track and all of a sudden your unclean vocals come in and it's just really hard to pick up on that but the reason why I think it was a great inclusion was because it lets the higher note style and higher pitch style of Leela just really stand out even more. It's your unclean vocals are just allowing that contrast to be shown in even greater light and allowing those vocals to have a much more perceived power behind them than they would had it just been Leela the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Honestly, right. Uh, honestly, if you if you guys have a way to send this to Sammy Hagar and have him check it out, I, I say do it because you just that vocal style, the pattern, the way it is, I think he'd absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lie, I'm looking at my notes. That's exactly what it says. <laughs> it says, I'm not going to lie, they should send this one to Sammy Hagar and he would love it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, outside of that because i know yeah um, i don't have much more time with you as well i know you got some other stuff you gotta do maybe another interview and plus it's i know the time difference i don't know what else you got going on but is there any other song on the record that isn't a single that's out right now and isn't one that we talk about so no white gallery or mountains that would stand out to you as like a song that people have to check out upon the album release uh yeah good question I mean, we already put out um, Rite of Passage and uh, Shifting Colors and Uncaged Birds and Mountains, so four singles. And we will release, as I already told you, one more, which will be Wider Galley. And um, yeah, the next release will be the whole record. So I'd say, um, yeah. For me, if you ask me personally, I would say check out um, Wilder Galley, Mountains, and Uncaged Birds, because these are my three favorite songs. Um, because, yeah, they have just like pretty high energy and are, yeah, have very catchy choruses. Um, but I would say, yeah, just check out all singles. Uh, go watch the, the whole story in our music videos for a crazy zombie murder love story. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, I'd say. Well, now, if you're asking me, instead of, okay, we talked about, the, the, the singles are out right now, we also talked about Whitey Galley. If there is another song on the record that went, then it comes out on album release again, August 27, 2021, that I would say, I want to make sure you check out, it is song number nine called Deceptive Faces. And the reason, again, is, 
you take a listen to Leo's vocals. I think when it comes to Leo's vocals, I think this is her best vocal set on the records on Deceptive Faces. A lot of times, because you start with that lighter gothic electronic and lighter like metalcore sound, like this is kind of interesting because you have this like gothic rapid fire modern metal style that really kind of fits in there. The bridge, the like kind of just breaks down to like a piano build up with some lighter shreds and guitar. Leela's clean vocals really do well. However, I do have to give you some uh, credit here because your unclean vocals at the end, again, it brings out just this contrast between what you're going for and what Leela's vocals are going for, but it amplifies them to a certain way that just adds so much more to it. So when it comes to just seeing the whole entire power that Leela has as a vocalist, but also to see when it comes to the rest of the band, especially Robin, how they play in to really amplify not only the other person's attributes, whether it's the vocals, the guitars, drums, whatever it might be, but themselves as well. This song, Deceptive Faces, is the way to go to really show that blend that everything that Venues has to offer. So, I mean, there's so much on this record for everyone to check out that isn't the singles, that isn't Wide Galley, which will likely be a single. Check out the whole entire record and do it how I do it. Get in a car, go for a drive, listen to it from top to bottom. Don't don't skip it. Don't like select track and listen to this one, this one. No, no, no. Listen from top to bottom. It's layered that way for a reason. Just enjoy it all the way through. Yeah, that's absolutely awesome that you are um, mentioned Deceptive Faces because this makes me happy one more time because this will be our focus track. Um, yeah, that will represent the album when it comes out and we also will shoot another music video for this one. So um, now we have everything covered, all the singles, and I'm very happy. <laughs> we have everything covered. And, hey, man. And I had no idea about this going into this. What like what what you guys were thinking about in terms of okay, what's coming out next year? Single, what's coming out for the album? What are you guys focusing on when the album comes out? I'm just speaking from what I heard. I'm just literally just I always do this. Just shoot off the cuff, listen to it, just speak from the heart, and this is what you got. And for everyone listening, you guys know how I do this stuff. You guys know my opinion. So take it and run with it, and go listen to this house when it comes out on August 27, 2021. Because you know I'm not going to let you forget about that. Awesome, man. <laughs> All right, Robin. So as we close out this podcast, I would like to give my guests a chance to say anything they want to say, plug anything they want to plug. So Robin, man, floor is yours. Uh, yeah, just wanted to say thank you also to all the all our supporters uh, in your country, in the US, um, because I think we already shipped over a few merch bundles to your country, which is awesome. And it helps us a lot, of course. So thanks for all the support. Thanks for um, streaming our music on Spotify and Apple Music and everywhere. And uh, thanks for watching our music videos on YouTube. Um, yeah, we really hope to to come over to your country one day and uh, see every one of you in person and have a good time with you guys. So thanks and stay safe. Perfect way to say it. Now it's time for me to end with three very unique things. And you guys know what they are. First is, when it comes to bands, when it comes to styles coming out again, August 27, 2021, you want to know where to keep in touch with the band, where to pre-save the album, pre-order the album, get some of those merch bundles, whatever it might be. So instead of trying to just like search them up everywhere, take a look at the description of the podcast. I'll have some that says find venues online, everything you need from social media to YouTube, to where to stream their music, to where to pre-save it, pre-order it, whatever it might be. And to go check out the website, go check out some merch as well. We'll be in the description of the podcast so you guys can go check that out. Now, Robin, I know I mentioned this earlier where I love to uh, have guests in the podcast and love to say thank you by going to see you guys play live. And then finally, I'm able to start paying up on my promise of first rounds on me because I still love being able to do that. And 
I'm not sure you guys are coming over to the U.S., but I know I am planning on coming over to Europe at some point in May of 2022. So I'm going to keep my eye on where the band is at that point, because if I'm going to be able to go and see you guys, you're going to find me at that show. You're going to find me in the mosh pit. And then you're going to find me at the bar afterwards saying, hey, guys, first round's on me, and I'm going to be more than happy to pay up. Damn, that'd be awesome, man. Really looking forward to this. <laughs> so I will dev I will keep when everything starts to come to fruition for that uh for my little trip over there as well, I will keep you in the know about okay, this is kind of where I'm gonna be potentially where I'm coming over. Let's just see kind of if you guys are gonna be touring around anywhere that at that point, or if I can make a quick like detour and stop where you guys are touring for a certain night and then go and watch. Watch you guys play live, get into a mosh pit, go crazy, potentially start bleeding on down the side of my face, and we'll remedy it with a beer. Totally, man. Let's do this. Just uh, shoot us a message before you arrive, and uh, I think we can work something out here. Will do. All right. Again, Robin, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Because this is the second time you've been on. You know how I end this. I can't end this with goodbye because, hell, I got to see you for the second time ever. And next time, hopefully it's in Europe, and hopefully it's in person, or maybe over here in person, whichever happens first, but hopefully it happens in 2022. So on that note, I will not end this podcast. Goodbye. I'm going to end it with the classic. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being on, man. Whoa, whoa, folks, this may be with Robin from the band Venues, again, out of Germany. Their brand new album, Salas, comes out on August 27, 2021. You know we're going to be listening to it. We know, you know we've already listened to it, but we're going to be continuing to listen to it upon release, and we're going to make sure you guys know about it when it comes out. So remember to pre-save the album, pre-order the album, listen to it, stream it. Links in the description below to follow along with Venues as well to make sure that you don't miss out on anything from their stuff and announcements. Also, with when it comes to MS Studio Rocks and the Core Progression Podcast, be sure to like uh, MS Studio Rocks on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just, uh, follow us on those platforms as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel where these Core Progression Podcast videos live so you can actually see us talking to the artists, along with streaming the audio on Spotify Podcast and iHeartRadio. So if you're subscribed to all those and liking all those and following all those uh, pages, thank you very much. If you're not, be sure to do that. I want to thank Phoenix Fitness once again for sponsoring this video and podcast and everything about it. Remember, uh, you get 15% off at checkout at phoenixfitness.com. Link description below using code MSOTD. Remember to stream this album once again. It's called Salas. Comes out on August 27, 2021. Again, August 27, 2021. We will be featuring it as the song of the day feature that day, so you will not be able to forget about it. And Robin, looking forward to 2022 when I can officially say first rounds on me and by you and the rest of the band, a beer. On that note, that's going to be it for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Chord Progression Podcast brought to you by MSO TV Rocks for Rock and Roll Thrive. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah!